0: Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Abandonment to Divine Providence by Jean Pierre de Caussade, S.J., Book 2, Chapter 1, Section 1 continued. The Life of God in the Soul. God it is who works in them by unexpected and often unknown impulses so that these souls are like to Jesus from whom proceeded a secret virtue for the healing of others. There is this difference between him and them that often they do not perceive the outflow of this virtue and even contribute nothing by cooperation it is like a hidden balm, the perfume of which is exhaled without being recognized, and which knows not its own virtue. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, are guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, every, ever this day be at our side to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth and apostle of Rome, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. This opening chapter of book two is very, very important. In the first part of this section, One, he distinguishes the two states, the state of the souls working fervently for God, but led by their own lights, led by their own judgment. And then there is the souls that are abandoned to God's providence in everything. He calls them two states, the state of the soul that lives in God, for God, with God, regulating everything, and then the state of the soul in which God lives, in which God moves the soul directly, especially by the gifts of the Holy Spirit, in which this activity of God is what is predominating. And often this state of soul in which God lives in the soul and moves in the soul, is a state in which the world has neglected us. It's a state of darkness, a state of confusion. It's a state in which God removes all the things we used to have that guided us, all the things that we could rely on. He removes those even the human helps we had. Why? so that he can become our support. We can learn God's power. We can learn that he truly is within us and that he is the one on whom we can rely. Now, he will, in those times, bring back people to help us. He will bring back certain books. He will inspire us by chance comments. But the soul will always be looking at the primary cause Now, that's the distinction that he begins this section one with in Book two, chapter one. And then he lays out why this is so beneficial for us, to enter into this state of soul, the state of abandonment And the reason why it's so beneficial is because it leads us to a greater holiness. It leads us to this state of being more like God. It leads us to the state of living our life in his hands. Now, finally, we also have to consider that this state is not only beneficial for ourselves and our own sanctity, but that it has a value for other souls. That souls that are in this abandoned state, meaning they've been abandoned by the world, but they've also abandoned the guidance of their life to God. They are really abandoned to divine providence. They are living under his providential guidance. And when they are in this state, other people, Receive great graces. Other people are instructed by these detached, abandoned, loving souls. There is a secret influence in their words, in their gestures, that goes out to other people. And he compares it to Jesus himself. Remember that when our Lord was walking, he became aware that power was present for healing. He was aware when the woman touched the fringe of his garment that power went out and healed her. No one could see this power, but it went out for healing. And Decosad is saying that this state of abandonment in which God lives in the soul makes us very much like Jesus not only in his relationship to the Father, but also in our Lord's effectiveness with others. So let us be grateful if there are times in which God leads us into this state, this state of hiddenness, this state of utter reliance on him, because it's bearing much fruit for the church. But notice what he says. Our Lord was aware that power was going forth from him to heal others. But we, when we are in this state, our Lord doesn't even allow us to be aware that our life has so much fruit. He doesn't want us to focus on ourselves. He doesn't want us to get distracted, blinded by what he's doing through us. He doesn't even allow us to cooperate very much. It's just that he has put us into this state. And if we persevere in it, he will bring great fruit from it. It's like there's a perfume coming forth from us. We don't have to recognize what's happening. In fact, it's better if it's hidden. But the point is, We cannot be thrown away. Everything the Lord is allowing to happen to us, all of this darkness, all of this pain, all of this obscurity, all of this neglect by other people, all of this confusion is part of some great end. He is the vine and we are the branches. And his power is going forth from us. He is making use of us only we persevere if only we don't turn back and try to go back to our old life only we don't get tempted to think oh this point that point that i've reached is nothing it's pointless i'm doing nothing no no this is a very beautiful state of utter reliance on god in the name of the father and the son the holy spirit amen